there, and welcome to Babies and the Bachelor. I'm Chandler. And I'm Allison. I'm We're just two moms who enjoy watching trashy watch TV. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Hello. Hey. So, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that Chandler is not here. And instead, I'm here. I'm Sarah. I'm Allison's sister. Yep. So my sister Sarah is here coming for Chandler because Chandler is on her way to Orlando on a vacation with her family. Mm, That sounds like so fun. Sarah's never podcasted. Do you even listen to podcasts? No. She doesn't even listen to podcasts. So uh, this will be a very interesting episode. Yeah, definitely. So... Do you even listen to our podcast? You know, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast, but then I stopped. So. Nothing personal. It's just a time thing. But I do listen. I do watch The Bachelor every week. About 80% of my brain is devoted to the episode as I'm watching it. Sometimes a little bit less. You can't tell me you have anything else to say. <laughs> well, you were talking about you didn't know if you liked Matt or not. Oh, Matt. Yeah. I don't know if I'm sold on him. He's. He seems like he's trying too hard. Like, it doesn't feel real. Which I feel like you were more excited for Matt to be The Bachelor than I was because at first. Because I followed him on Instagram, and I watched the quarantine crew, and they look like they had so much fun, but I'm like, maybe he's only super fun when he's with Tyler Cameron. Or when he's around people he's comfortable with, because he's never been on the show. He doesn't know Chris Harrison. He doesn't know any of these girls. He's, like, all alone with a bunch of strangers. So I could see that being hard to, like... And he says all the time he's trying to be authentic. But I could see how it would be hard to be authentic. Especially if you're the lead and you've never been on the show before. I would hate that. That sounds like my worst nightmare. Yeah. So I feel like we were all really excited. But, I mean, I don't hate Matt. I don't love him either. Like Chandler said, he feels really cliche. Like, he's saying all the typical bachelor things like he watched the show and took notes of what you're supposed to do and say (laughs) (laughs) which isn't a terrible thing i mean because he's not peter who was an awful bachelor but he's also i don't know who was a great bachelor ben yeah ben except for the whole telling two girls that he loved them but that's normal but ben was a good bachelor i feel like so i I mean that is just a very cookie cutter stereotypical bachelor does all the right things says all the right things very safe i feel like chris harrison really appreciates that (laughs) the past few seasons that is true do you do you think he gets engaged at the end have you read the spoilers Uh, i saw them but i saw them with half my brain so nothing stuck who do you think he ends up with i didn't see that did you see it yeah (laughs) okay so i really like I really like Katie. I really like that new girl that kind of looks like Michelle Obama. Her name is also Michelle. Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know any of their names. Well, I printed off the new sheet if you want to reference it. Which I posted on the Instagram, but I made a new sheet with the new girls on it. If you want it, just like DM us your email and I will totally send you the link. Yeah, so I was really excited about Anna at the beginning of the season. Now not so Anna? much. Anna? <laughs> Did you say Anna? Anna. <laughs> Anna, now not so much. She's kind of a mean girl. Katie, I love. Abigail is the most precious human being on the whole planet. Which Abigail? Is there more than one? I have an Abigail. 
bold <laughs> I really love Maggie, the one from Ethiopia. I think she's. I don't think she's for Matt, but she's oh, fun no. to watch. I would love to see her on Paradise. Oh my <laughs> gosh, she would do so good on Paradise. I love her. Uh, Kit's kind of growing on me. Really? Just a little bit, yeah. Michelle, Abigail, and Katie. I think those... And Chelsea. Oh, I love Chelsea. I like Brie. Who's Brie? The one whose mom it, well, got pregnant at... Was she thir- 14, 13? <gasps> I did not see or hear anything about that. Sarah! <laughs> was that this episode? That was the first... She got the first one-on-one. And her mom got pregnant with her when she was 13. Her mom is 13 years older than her. So she's 24. Her mom is 37, which is younger than Claire. That's crazy. I think I was, I was making, to I was making macaroni and cheese. <laughs> this will be interesting to see how much Sarah learns about this last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Serena P. I do not like Serena C. Which one is P and C? Serena P is the really young one. She's 22. Serena C is the Asian-looking one. Oh, you know, I really liked Serena C at the beginning. Now I don't like her anymore. Serena P is very sweet, very fun. I like her. What do you think about Mari? Nothing, really. I don't remember anything about her. She's very pretty. Okay. Well, there's uh, Sarah's thoughts on the girls. What do you think of Rachel? Who's Rachel? There was something uh, about the first episode. She's Rebecca she, Black. She, yeah, she does look like Rebecca Black. But when he prayed, she just, like, lost it. <laughs> I remember that. And someone was like, oh, are you, like, really religious? She's like, not really. It just really touched me. Unless I heard that wrong. I was like, what? It just felt not, it didn't feel real to me. So that's, and I haven't seen much else about her. So that's she kind of my impression. touched by the Holy Spirit. That's all it was. I mean, I mean, if you feel it. Like, for real. But it didn't feel real. That's that's the problem with me, is it just did not come across as real to me. So. Um, the Bachelor? Oh. Reality TV? It didn't <laughs> feel real? Okay. Thoughts on Victoria? You didn't say anything about Victoria. Oh, uh, Victoria is infuriating. She makes me so angry. <laughs> well, I think you'll at least have a lot to say about her this episode, then. Yeah. All right. Let's hop right into it. So we get the cold open where Anna is saying, watch out for this girl. She may be an escort and says there's rumors that she entertains men for money. Anna's the worst. Do you like these cold opens? I don't know what a cold open is. It's like a scene before the show starts. Like on The Office where they had those scenes before the show starts. It's called a cold open. Yeah. They're okay. I hate them. I... (laughs) If it was something like The Office, where you're like, oh my gosh, this is kind of funny. But then when it gets to it, it's actually, like, very anticlimactic. Climactic? Climatic? Is there another? I don't know. Anticlimactic? Climactic? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) It's a letdown when it actually gets to, like, the part. It's not... Because I feel like they're funnier or more impactful in the moment, rather than if you see it before and then it pops up again. I don't like Mm. them. Yeah, but they they have have to to do it to get people to watch. I don't think it helps. I really don't. I don't know. When I saw those clips of Anna last week. But that's a preview. So isn't a cold opening like a preview for the show? Yeah, but it's during the show. The but previews are fine because they make you want to watch the next week. But the cold open is like, I'm literally going to see this in like 30 minutes to an hour. So it's a pre. It's the same preview, just right before the show. 
Sure, Sarah. <laughs> no. Previews are what they show, like, for commercials, like, up next on The Bachelor this okay. next week. Watch but the next episode. But was the cold opening, was it the same clips that they had showed previously? Yes. So, so why, why are they showing it so many times if we've already seen it? I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> my okay. brain is turned off during those, though. Okay. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> Sarah and I often don't see eye to eye. <laughs> Even in something as small as a cold open. So we will see how the rest lives. It's okay. inconsequential. Okay. I hate them. So we cut to Matt. He's talking about how Sarah just left. And there's lots of clips of him staring off into the distance, looking all serious. My favorite thing is when they show clips like that, and I just imagine when they're actually filming it, and the producers are like, "Came out, gaze into the distance." Like Looks thinking upset. Of something real sad. All right, now hop down from the rails. Now look a little bit to your left. Yeah. Now look up. <laughs> look down. It Bump just, it. Twist it. Pull it. <laughs> what? It just felt like he wasn't actually upset. Like she was sobbing when she left, and he's just like. No emotion gazing into the distance. I'm so upset that she left. <laughs> it's like the third week. I know. <laughs> he's going to be fine. She already has a boyfriend, so she's definitely fine. Oh, yeah. I meant to ask you about that before we started. Because I haven't really looked into it. I haven't either. I've just seen like rumors that she was dating some DJ before and she's dating him now. Huh. Well, shame on her. Not that she'd be the first one to do it. <laughs> yeah. She's a little jed. But Matt's upset now that Sarah's left. He's scared that there will be other women that don't want to be part of his journey. So we cut to the ladies talking about Sarah leaving. And Victoria says the trash took itself out. Ugh. Katie says, can you stop? Seriously, she's gone. There's no point in talking about her saying and saying negative things. And she says, no, I won't stop, Katie. I'll do whatever the b- I want. She said, okay, well, you can keep being toxic and rude about it. And Victoria says, I'm not toxic. Katie says, she's not here. What's the point? She tells Katie to shut up. And in a confessional, Katie says, Victoria thrives on being mean. And the girls are all worried about how Sarah leaving will affect their group date. I'm like, I miss The Bachelor when all the girls were friends. And there would be, like, little dramas, but they weren't so mean to each other. And they weren't giant group of bullies. <laughs> yeah, they just weren't. Like, I was excited for the drama, but it's mean. It's not funny. Yeah, but I love Katie. Way to go, Katie. Katie's the best. Yeah. Girls named Katie are great. I have friends named Katie, and they're great. If your yeah, is- one of my best friends is named Katie. And she's wonderful. Great. So Great if you humans. want to have a wonderful human child, <laughs> human child, or any other kind of child, <laughs> name them Katie. So they're all worried about, like, if there's even going to be a group date. And then we cut to the after party. Like, they didn't get the actual day date. Like, there was no activity. It was just the after party. So, the girls that are on the date, I had to kind of catch them as I saw them, were Jasenia, Chelsea, Maggie, Mari, Abigail, MJ, and Piper. Matt says, what? The day start left? (laughs) 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 Y'all. I typed this really quick and I don't spell check in the moment. Is that supposed to say the day Sarah left? Probably. Or the day started left? The day started 
I don't know what I was supposed to say. He says, somebody left, meaning Sarah, but that allows them to explore other relationships that are heading in the right directions, and then they do their typical cheers. MJ grabs Matt first, want to know how he's doing. She says, I'm here for you. I'm concerned about your feelings, and I worry about you. Matt says he's getting positive affirmations from the ladies, and that is encouraging. Abigail says she didn't think she would make it past night one and loves that they're hitting it off. Piper has a Polaroid camera that matches her dress. Chelsea. Chelsea's was really sweet. She pulled out a photo of her and her mom, and she had long hair. And she said hair can be emotional, especially for black women. She chemically straightened her hair since she was two, and she had white friends and went to a white school and didn't feel comfortable unless her hair was straight. She had anxiety and stress about what people would think. She said that it's a unique experience that black women have with their hair, and she said that shaving it was emotionally freeing. Matt's thankful that she shared that, says she looked amazing when she came out of limo. He said she had a Bam Bam dress on. (laughs) Bam Bam. (laughs) And then Chelsea's like, I had to give you a wild moment. And Matt says, every time you come into the room is a wild moment. And they kiss. I love Chelsea. And I like it when girls actually share, like, substantial parts of their lives. I feel like... Victoria says a lot of things like, oh, my gosh, like, it's just so hard for me to open up. Like, this is so difficult. But she doesn't ever say any, like, I'm so, yeah, I'm so scared. I'm so scared I'm going to look fat in my dress. It's, like, very vague, superficial things. Yes. And then after that, Matt's like, wow, she really opened up. And I'm like, no, she didn't, Matt. She didn't (laughs) say anything. But Chelsea was talking about her hair and how that had been a struggle. And, like, I'm not a black woman. I can't relate to that. But I appreciated what she shared and, you know, how that was a struggle her whole life and how shaving it off was freeing. Although sometimes I do think shaving my hair off would be free, <laughs> but for different reasons. But I really appreciated that I think Matt did too. Yeah, I think he did too, for sure. Cut to Katie and Victoria's talk. Victoria asked to talk to Katie. I have a lot of comments on this. Pretty much any time Victoria opened her mouth, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> So Victoria asked to talk to Katie. Victoria says she didn't like it when Katie shut her down earlier and that she's done that multiple times. Katie said, are you talking about today when you were calling Sarah names? And Victoria says, yeah, when I said the trash took itself out, I would love an apology. (laughs) I said, miss, you can apologize 20 times and I won't accept it is now demanding an apology from somebody else. She's the worst. And she's so hypocritical. Literally everything I'm like, you're such a hypocrite. And Katie straight up says, you're not getting an apology. Did you see that Victoria was on Good Morning America or something, one of those shows? Yes, but I haven't watched it yet. She was on it, and the whoever was interviewing her was like, how do you feel watching that back, like the things you said? She said, oh, it was all in good fun. And I was like, no, that's not good fun for anybody. Exactly. Like, nobody, that's not a joke. So Victoria says, you told me to stop when I wasn't done expressing myself. And Katie said, expressing yourself and name calling are two different things. Victoria says, well, I can do whatever I want and I can express myself with name calling when I choose. And I said, Mm -hmm. so you're saying I can say whatever I want, but you can't because I don't like what you had to say. So you have to apologize to me. Yeah. I like shared a thing five years ago and it popped up on my Facebook and I literally thought of Victoria. It's a Winston Churchill quote and it says, some people's idea of free speech is that they are free to say what they like, Victoria, but if anyone says anything back, that is an outrage. (laughs) (laughs) Which 
which I was like, that's literally Victoria, which it can be applied to a lot of things. But I was like, how timely that we're recording yeah. The Bachelor and it literally made me think of Victoria. Katie says, if that's how you want to express yourself and you want to be toxic and rude, go for it. Victoria says, if you want to express yourself with your dildo and think you're ready for an engagement, you can do that. Which I think there was a meme or somewhere I saw where they were like, does Victoria think that married women don't use sex toys? (laughs) (laughs) So Katie says, I love my vibrator, so I don't understand why you're coming at me about, about it. I'm very confident in what I want to do with my life, and it's showing how insecure you are. I'm not insecure, nor am I attacking you. Katie says, so why are you, what are you trying to accomplish with this conversation? What's the point? And Victoria says, I think it's rude the way you speak to me. And I wrote, I'm allowed to be rude to everyone else, but nobody is allowed to be rude to me. (laughs) She's just so entitled. Katie says, if you're going to be a I'm going to tell you you're being a always. And Victoria says, "Um, I'm not being a I think you are a great comeback. She's not going to come back at all. She can't think that way. No, she can't. She probably had to think for, like, three hours how this conversation was going to go, and then it didn't. Yeah. Katie says, I speak my mind. If you're going to be rude to someone, especially someone who's not here, I'm going to call you out and tell you it's unnecessary. And Victoria says, if you try to shut me down again, I probably wouldn't. I was like, what? (laughs) Katie says, I don't know what to tell you about that. I'm not going to apologize to you. Which I love Katie. I want to think that if I were in that situation, I would be a Katie. But as we talked about last week, I am not a Katie. I am not outspoken. I am a hold it in and cry person. (laughs) (laughs) You would have been a Katie. Yeah. Chandler would have been a Katie. I probably would have said something. I feel like I maybe wouldn't be as classy as Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I try. Okay, so we cut back to the group date and the after party. Matt grabs the rose. He says, MJ was open and honest. Abigail shared what she was looking for. He appreciated that. But there's only one rose to give, and he gives it to Chelsea. I said, oh, she's so happy. Way to go, Chelsea. Matt thanks them and leaves. Abigail thinks the rose ceremony will be tense, and there's a storm waiting to brew. Girl knows. The girls are walking off to the cocktail party. This time you didn't see anybody's butt. Did you see somebody's butt before? Yeah. If you would listen to the podcast, <laughs> I think it was two weeks ago, but Serena C was wearing a really short jacket dress, and when they were walking up, you could literally see her whole butt. Oh, I'm going to Google that. I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but I did. And you rewound it, and you can definitely... I'll show you after we're done. Okay. Butt. They're all sitting down. Did you notice... Victoria went to sit on the couch and she literally like sat on top of Jasenia. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kaylee's narrating Kaylee. It's Kylie. Kylie's narrating who has roses. And then Victoria looks like she hasn't slept since she got there. She I don't know. I don't wanna like pick on her looks, but why? Why does it But she obviously because if you look at her Instagram, she's got like full face makeup, looks like she slept a whole night. So I don't know what she obviously knows how to make herself look good. Yeah, I was gonna say on her Instagram, she looks totally different. So I don't know if it's like different lighting or having to wear the same makeup for ten hours. I don't know, but she looks like she needs a nap. So the girls are chit-chatting. Victoria says, I heard Anna wants to go first, but that's not happening. I'm Elsa and you're Anna. So let it go. I'm going first. And I said, I'm pretty sure Anna's the one that got a guy and Elsa's single. Yeah. (laughs) You need to rewatch the movies. (laughs) Enter Matt. 
He does the typical bachelor cheers. He talks to Piper first. We learned that... <laughs> you mean cheers? I was thinking like cheerleader cheers. I was like, I did not see that. Matt was doing a cheer routine. It was very inspiring. I was like, what? what's the typical cheer? <laughs> I, I'm toast. Trying, I to, yeah, I toast. I was trying to think of like a cheer, but if Chan- Chandler did cheerleading in high school, she wouldn't know one, but she's not here. Uh, Matt, we learned from Matt and Piper that Piper has a mom and two sisters, and. <laughs> Is that all we learned about her? Is there something I, more interesting about her mom and her two sisters? Her mom's the head of the household, and her two sisters have strong personalities, so it sounds like oh, a household of women conversation because she was like I was trying to sum it down <laughs> so I'm not talking as much but that confused you <laughs> Piper <laughs> almost everybody has mom <laughs> um Piper says she loves that Matt has a strong mother so she knows he knows how strong women look what a strong woman looks like I'm strong <laughs> she says I'm not someone to back down and compromise who I am for anybody and they're both enjoying their time together and happy, and they make out. The girls are talking about getting time with Matt. Kit talks to Matt. She says the chemistry is there, but the hard part is going deeper. Matt says he's there. He's patient. He loves being around her. He wants to think about what they would look like in a relationship. And Kit says, we look good. Okay, so I think that's Matt trying to put a bug in her ear that it's not going to work out. Why? You think? Like, think about what we would look like. Yeah. I don't what would we- this look like? <laughs> Do you think we could live the same lifestyle? That's true. Uh, How old is Matt? I'm not the biggest fan of Matt. Or not Matt, Kit. Matt is 29 and Kit is 21. So that's a pretty big age gap. Yeah, but but Justin and I are eight years apart, too. (laughs) But we're not Matt and Kit. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they live very different lifestyles. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the bigger issue other than age is... Kit is a celebrity Kit is a celebrity designer's daughter and he's from North Carolina. What does that mean? Which is a oh. little more rural than New York City. <laughs> but he lives in New York City. Yeah, he does live in New York City, but he's got strong Carolina roots. That's true. Mm, are they strong? They are strong. He doesn't talk if about If you would have paid attention to the show. You would have noticed. Does he talk about North Carolina? He has, yes. Has he talked about cheer One of the girls said she went cookout. He went to Wake Forest. One of the girls went to um, UNC Chapel Hill. I know a girl. I worked with a girl that went to school with him. Really? Yeah. She went to PT school in Wake Forest. That's where he went? Yeah. Wake Forest. She didn't know him. She was like, they kind of... Apparently he was on the football team, right? Yeah. She played some sport, so it was kind of like the athletes kind of intermingled a little bit but everybody knew who he was and he used to have these long dreads and then one day he showed up and he had like completely cut all of them off and everybody was like Matt James cut his hair huh and she's like that's the biggest memory I have (laughs) cool yeah (laughs) but yeah he does have Carolina roots unless I'm just projecting that onto him because I love the Carolinas I mean I love the Carolinas but so far there has not been anything but I was like, yeah, Matt, way to stick up for North Carolina. Carolina, come on and raise up. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a song. Take your shirt off. What is it? Like, throw, roll, uh, not roll it. Wave it like a helicopter. <laughs> Justin sings that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
page three and we've been talking for 25 minutes. Have fun editing. Oh boy, this take forever. Okay. So I have to show you Serena's butt and I have to have that song. I don't even know what that song's called. I have to play it for you. Okay. He talks to Katie. Matt says, I respect that you're yourself and you don't care what other people think. I saw that night one and you stuck to it and they laughed about that because she brought the vibrator. You're unconventional and I love it. I like what I see. Brie and Matt. Matt says, I can't help what I feel and it's real. And Brie says, I want to give you that reassurance for the kid. Who is Brie? She's the one with the mom that had her when she was 13. She was the first one on one of the season. Is it I Rebecca like Black? No. That is Brie. Her and Serena P kind of look similar. Oh, Brie's cute. I remember her now. Yeah, she. I like Brie. Matt talks to Victoria. Ugh. Victoria says, I'm overwhelmed with emotions because it's hard, and I haven't had time with you. And it's Matt says, hard. what's the hardest part? She says, I'm used to knowing if a guy's interested in me, so it's scary. And she starts tearing up. And Matt says, how can I help you with that? And then Chris Harrison walks up and interrupts okay, her. But here's the thing. Matt already knew how he could help her with that. She literally said, I need to know if you're interested in me. That's true. And Matt didn't say, I really am into you. Don't even worry about that. Because Matt's not. The producers are. Yeah, that's true. Very true. So Chris says, sorry to interrupt, but Matt, I need to talk to you right now. And And then they ran. They, like, ran out (laughs) of He's like, thanks for saving me, Chris. (laughs) Victoria says, it's so hard to talk to Matt and open about things when there's constant change and new things happening. I can't even communicate my one thought. So she has one thought she wants to share with him. She just has one thought. Just one. Thank, she says, thank you, Chris Harrison. I was in the middle of a sentence. She goes, ah, I don't want to feel this annoyed, but I am. Chris and Matt walk past all the girls and beeline it to the front door and head out. Serena C. immediately runs and peeps through the door, which would have been me. Yeah. The girls are thinking that Sarah's coming back. No, Sarah already's back home with her boyfriend. Yeah. With her boo thing. Chris is talking to Matt outside. The goal is to meet the woman of your dreams, and maybe you already have, but maybe not. Because you were The Bachelor, we had a record response from women who wanted to be on the show. There are more incredible women dying to meet you and want a shot at falling in love with you, and they're arriving right now. So Matt, let the journey continue. The girls are still freaking out. They're, like, peeping through windows, thinking Sarah's going to show up. Brittany walks out first. She says she wants to make up for lost time and immediately starts making out with him. I mean... It's not like people haven't done that before. It's yes. not like people don't make out with him the first night. I don't understand why the women were so angry. <laughs> Would you have done that? You, no, probably not. Not immediately. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody was so mean to her after that. Yeah. I would have been rubbed the wrong way. But also... We'll get into that more later. I mean, it is a little in your face, but it's not like those girls... I don't think it was the right move for the situation. Oh, probably not, but... So the ladies, looking out the window, someone says, I feel disrespected, and everybody's freaking out and upset. Brittany walks in, and it is a dead silence. She says she's there with a couple other people, and Kayla goes, uh, what? (laughs) Victoria says, so you quarantined as a backup, and then you stayed in your room, and now you're coming in as a backup because some girls left? And Brittany says, um, no, they just wanted to save the best for last. I mean, I think Brittany knows. I I already stirred the pot, and she's just going to 
play it. I feel like the producers had a lot to do with that. Of course. Victoria says, mm, no, I don't think so. I said, ooh, burn. Good one, Victoria. Another zinger. So Brittany tells them what she did for her entrance. Just straight up was like, I made out with him. Victoria says, Brittany interrupted me to make out with Matt. And she calls her a slore. I hate that. A slut whore. Victoria's just mad because she hasn't kissed Matt. Which yes. she has, but. Has she? Yeah, but it was very uncomfortable. Oh, that's right. Because Matt looked like he did not want to. Oh, yeah. He did it. But, like, it's so not okay to call her a slut and a whore, but a slore? It's so, so dumb. Yeah, it sounds so trashy. Michelle walks out, and they're talking about how she's from, where is she from? She's from Minnesota. And I know something. The accident. Not accident. <laughs> accident. <laughs> I was like, I missed the accident. She's a teacher from Minnesota. Oh, I thought you were going to have more, like, juicy details like you did about Matt cutting his hair. No, I literally You're just, just saying you remember she's a teacher from Minnesota. That's, like, impressive for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered something. Ryan comes out. Kimberly comes out. Anna is spiraling and very upset. Um, Serena C says, I literally have PTSD from night one. No, you don't. It's not PTSD. And you don't know what literally means. <laughs> Catalina comes out. She's former Miss Puerto Rico Universe. She says, I'm here to hopefully become the queen of your universe. She's a little firecracker. I like her. Um, if she was a firecracker, she would have responded differently to something that happened later. I just think. I, most but it didn't click in my head when she said queen that that was going to be an issue until later. Oh, I knew. And as soon as she walked out with a crown, I was like, oh boy, this is going to get good. So, Catalina walks in. Victoria says, Catalina, come here. I would love to meet you. Oh, Victoria. She's the worst. And Catalina's like, okay, um, are you a former miss, like, from pageants? And she goes, yeah, so I'm Victoria. And they hug. She goes, like the queen. And so I think I should have that crown. She says, oh, really? I mean, and Victoria takes it off of her head and puts it, it on herself. And all the girls are like, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria. Like, don't do that. I said they're saying her name like she's a toddler. Victoria, don't. No, Victoria, don't do that. I'm like, keep your hands to yourself, Victoria. She just literally has the mentality of a toddler. And the comebacks. Yeah. So Victoria's a toddler. Um, someone randomly said, you're Elsa royalty tonight. I don't think Elsa wears a crown. Victoria says, okay, that's fine. And so she puts it on the table. She doesn't give it back to her. She puts it on the table. Matt, he's just talking. He says his head is spinning. It makes the decisions harder. He says there is a 100% chance there will be a hostility and a 100% chance that there's going to be drama and I'm in trouble. I thought that was so funny. I was like, Matt is so self-aware right now. Yeah. Like, he knows. Probably the best moment he's had. <laughs> yeah. Anna's facial expressions are awful. Anna is awful. She looks like she's smelled something rotten constantly. The girls are all talking about how they're going to get time Anna isn't happy, and they're all very catty. Matt walks in, and he looks so nervous. <laughs> he was sweating. Matt asks how everyone's duding, doing. Doing. <laughs> Matt asks how everyone's doing. How you doing? Someone says, not great. I was like, was that Anna? Did Anna say that? <laughs> he doesn't have a glass, but toast to the new arrivals. Victoria immediately grabs him and asks if they can finish their conversation outside. So they go out. The it girls... looks like that's the last thing that Matt wants to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> 
The girls are all sitting there in awkward silence. And Serena P says, sorry, we're not trying to make you feel uncomfortable in any way right now. Which I also like Serena P. I feel like she doesn't get involved in the drama. I like that she said that because I feel like everybody, all the girls were hating on the girls. They're like, they're being so disrespectful. And I'm like, it's not their choice. Like, they didn't. Like, exactly. The the producers told them when they come on. It wasn't their choice. Like, oh, yeah, I want to come sure in three would, weeks in. Yeah, would want to come in at the beginning. Like, everybody else would have more time. And they're like, so disrespectful. It's so rude. And I'm like, they didn't they do They didn't anything. do it. It's not their fault. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say. But, yeah, they didn't do anything wrong. And they're being so mean. Kit says, if you feel an energy, it's because a lot of us are already deeply invested in our relationship with Matt. Brittany says, we all kind of want the same thing, like, really sassy. I was like, I want to see Brittany and Victoria face off because Brittany would give her a run for her money for sure. I want to see some two-on-ones. I know. There's so many people that could be on a two-on-one. They could need to have, like, three two-on-ones. Anna recognizes Brittany. They're both from Chicago, and she's sketchy and not here for Matt. What does Brittany do? Let's look at my handy-dandy cheat sheet. She's a model. Oh. Like all of them. Pipa and... Pipa? Piper and Anna. <laughs> Since you know her, do you see her as a threat? Anna says, I don't see her with Matt. I've been told she sucks, but I don't know her. She's someone that made out with him right away. And then Brittany walks. That, like, whole sentence. I've been told that she sucks, but I don't know her. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? <clears throat> Why? And Chandler sent me an article, and it was talking about the girls coming in. And she was like, obviously, Anna knew this girl was coming on. She was told that she was coming on and that she needed to watch out for her, yeah. supposedly. So she knew that more girls had to come. So why are they so shocked? Unless she was just like, oh, I guess she didn't show up. But still. Yeah. She shouldn't have been surprised when she walked out of the limo. So Victoria and Matt are talking. Victoria says, I normally run away from things, so it's hard to stay and work through it. But I think it's worth it, and we would be a good match. And Brittany walks up, and she's just kind of waiting. And Victoria hugs Matt and says, bye, have fun with her. Bye. Brittany's glad to meet him. She was going crazy in her room, and the girls weren't happy to see her. So there's a lot of tension. Ryan talks. Who is Ryan? Ryan's one of the new girls. Ryan? Yeah. Oh, is she the choreographer? Yep. We learned that she has a younger brother. Kayla is really mad. Kim has a Sharpay named Bosley. And I was so confused about her dress. The one, is Kim the belly button girl? Yeah, because the first time I saw it, her belly button wasn't showing. I was like, is that a, it looked like it was almost like a skin colored panel. Yeah. It was, I was very, very confused. Um, Mari's really mad. Catalina tells him he's way cuter in person. Michelle talks to Matt. And I immediately like Michelle. We love Michelle. She says, are you that down-to-earth person who's going to be there for the people around you? Because that's what I'm looking for. Matt says he wants to be his most authentic self. It's difficult at times because this isn't normal, but he's trying. He said, you're going to see I'm human just like everyone else. Michelle says, I'm looking for someone who will change the world with me, and it seems like you could be a good one. And Matt's like, I could be that. And Michelle says, I think so. I feel like we could breed well. <laughs> she's so funny. And I think she's she's a teacher. She's Like, wonderful. she has a good personality. I know, she seems like a sweetie, and she feels real, and I feel like Matt let his guard down with her. Like, he felt mm-hmm. more real, too. Chris walks in, and it's time for the rose ceremony. I said, did Anna even talk to him? <laughs> so, rose ceremony, Anna has that permanently disgusted look on her face. She looks like, did you see the meme where it looks like she's trying to keep the crest white yeah, from falling so off? so many Anna memes. I'm going to post them when I release the episode, but 
So many. So many, and they're hilarious. Kim's dress, I finally see her belly button, so it's connected one piece in the back, but it's just got, like, a boob wrap on the top, and, like, a, was it a skirt, or it kind of looked like it could have been, like, harem pants. I'm not sure. I don't know. It was very, I liked the colors and the Mm -hmm. pattern, but um, Matt does his typical speech. The roses go to MJ, Piper, Bree, Maggie, Michelle, Mari, Ryan, Kit, Serena C, Abigail, Katie, Victoria, Lauren, Brittany, Jasenia, Anna, and Catalina. Kaylee, Kayla, and Kim go home. So we went from 18 girls at the beginning to 23 girls down to 20 girls. Jeez. Cheers to love. Next morning, Chris is talking to the girls, asks the new girls what it was like coming in. Brittany says it was intimidating. Catalina says she was shocked at how tense and awkward it was. Oh, I didn't even talk about the crown thing. If she was a firecracker when Victoria took her crown off, I I feel like she would have snapped back. But I feel like she was in shock a little bit. That's true. She was kind of in shock. I would have been too. If somebody's like snatched something off my head, I would have been like, what? What? You would have thrown hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) And then you would have got sent home immediately. (laughs) Did you actually apply? For the bachelor? Oh, I filled out the whole application. Did you send it in? Yeah. Okay, so Sarah applied for the bachelor. I thought she posted it and you messaged me or something. I thought you were joking. But she oh, I guess no. you actually sent it in. I had to like put in a little bio about myself and everything. What did you say? I don't remember. <laughs> I'll have to find it. I if you get picked to go on the bachelor. I don't think I'm uh, like I don't think my social media is up to par for Oh it. no. Well, Jason. Who's Jason? You never know who Jason is. He's one of my oh, favorites. He's an anesthesiologist. No, that's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Jason was the one that Claire took on the therapy date. When oh, they yeah. Screamed and smashed stuff. That was weird. We like Jason, but he I don't think he had a big social media presence either. I don't even think he's big on it now. But I'm trying to decide which girl you would be like. Me? Yeah. You would be your own person. You would definitely get wrapped up in drama. And I would laugh Maybe a whole time. Bit. I would laugh so hard. You'd be so awkward. I feel like I'd spend a lot of time in like the what's the confessional booth? Talking about people. <laughs> Forgive me, Father Fripps. <laughs> if I were ever on it, if I were single and I think I'd just hang out by the pool in the hot tub the whole time. <laughs> I don't think I would talk about people in a bad way. You'd just you'd be the comedic relief. You would 100% be comedic <laughs> Okay, back to it. Chris drops off the date card. Um, it says, Mari, Bree, Abigail, Brittany, Ryan, Catalina, Maggie, Anna, and Victoria. Let's fall in love. Anna's really annoyed because three of the new girls are on her date, and Brittany walked in trying to start stuff. She says, like, go home. Ugh. So Matt's talking to Ben Higgins. Ben Higgins. He's talking about having... More girls come on. He's scary. He has lots of what ifs. Um, ben says, you got to be a realist and give as much of yourself as you possibly can. I got a great day planned for you and I'm here with you the whole time. Says the ladies are on their way. So it's time for the group date. All the girls run up. Ben says they're doing the fall in love fest with an obstacle course. Station one is the pumpkin race. 
Oh, I loved watching Maggie. <laughs> they have to get into a 1,000 pound pumpkins. Which, where on earth did they get those? You know what? Honestly, I missed the beginning part where they said I was a pumpkin and I kind of walked into the room when they were already in like, the pumpkins? Like trying to go across the river. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I thought they were giant diapers at first. <laughs> what? <laughs> so they have to row across the lake where Matt will be waiting. They'd have to do a foot race to Station 2 called Squirreling Around, where they have to put on squirrel costumes and find your acorn in a pile of leaves and then carry it like a squirrel across a balance beam and drop it into a bucket. I want to know how much money they're saving on these dates. That would have been my dress like a squirrel yeah. to find an acorn. I think... Okay, like, last yes, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> last week I talked about how much I love donkeys. Y'all, I am also a squirrel girl. I think squirrels are so cute. You're like a squirrel person. I'm a raccoon person. <laughs> <laughs> it's like weird animals. So I would have had a lot of fun dressing up in a squirrel <laughs> You like nuts. I like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then they put race to the finish and the winner gets a special prize. We never found out what the prize was. Yeah, what was the special prize? I feel like they did that last season, too. And they never said what the special prize <laughs> Did she get to keep the squirrel costume? Didn't she get, like, a little trophy or something? Oh, was that it? That's, That's dumb. Stupid. Uh, so they're rowing their pumpkins. I was like, what even is this? <laughs> Victoria's the first one across. Maggie is stuck. Matt is trying to talk her through how to row across. And then he eventually has to, like, give up to her. I was going to say, eventually everybody just leaves her. (laughs) The girls are struggling to get their squirrel costumes on. Anna finds Brittany's acorn and hides it. Mari gets her acorn first. Brittany couldn't find her acorn anywhere. Maggie is still stuck in her pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Mari runs across the beam with the acorn in her mouth. and But she can't find the finish line. She eventually finds it and wins. So Chris says, congrats, these nuts are yours, and gives her an acorn trophy. (laughs) And then Maggie is still in her pumpkin boat, trying to figure out how to get across the lake. It was really funny. I wonder how they got her out of there eventually. I bet they had to, like, fish her out somehow. After party. Matt says the after parties are his favorite part of the group's dates. He says a lot more that's typical. Cheers. Anna and Matt... Anna says, the first thing you'll realize is I'm awkward and the situation is a lot for me. Growing up in Minnesota, we were always outside. She grew up boating and doing water sports. That's why she did so well at the pumpkin kayaking. (laughs) Brittany walks in to steal Matt. Anna says she's going to keep him for a couple more minutes. And Brittany's like, I haven't talked to him at all. Which Anna hadn't really either. She says, if you could give me five, then he's yours, hun. Hun. Brittany says, okay. Anna's upset that Brittany interrupted when she's been there three weeks and hasn't had time. She said, you can wait your three weeks and then talk to him. So Brittany goes off and, like, stands behind a plant. But you can totally see her. (laughs) (laughs) Anna's, like, struggling. She says, it would be great if we could just get time. And Matt's like, what are the things you wanted to tell me? And she goes, um, yeah. Brittany walks up and says, is it cool if I steal him now? She goes, um, yeah, I'm just going to try and grab you later tonight. Matt says, okay, and hugs her. And so she leaves. Has Anna and Matt smooched at all? No. <laughs> no way. Anna says it's just disrespectful. I almost want to be like, yo, girl, I know some dirt on you. Don't mess yo, with me. Yo, girl. Anna and Victoria are talking. Anna says, literally, we were talking for five minutes. And she came in and I was like, no, can I get five more minutes? And she was like, no, I need him. Which isn't what exactly what happened. But 
Victoria but also, says, that happens all the time. Yes. Yes. Victoria says, I'm not surprised. Victoria lacks a lot of class. She made out with Matt within two seconds of meeting him. It's slutty. Brittany. You said Victoria lacks class. Brittany lacks class. Victoria also lacks class, so. That's true. Matt and Brittany are talking. They're talking about the kiss, and Brittany says she needed to do something bold. Anna... Talking to Victoria says, being from Chicago like she is, I'd heard rumors and people have gone out of their way to tell me, watch out for this girl as she bears all her teeth. I'm like trying to talk like that and it's really hard. (laughs) 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 Okay. Victoria says, wait, wait, wait. Here's, Here's the other thing with her kissing him when she first came up. Are we forgetting a girl showed up in her underwear? (laughs) (laughs) that is true they kind of let that go i would have been more upset about the lingerie girl than the makeout right that's a good point anna says she's entertaining men for money victoria says it's insane and anna says yeah it is insane no one's sending my profile being like watch out for this girl and then in confessional she says it's a rumor because she knows all of the rich men in chicago that britney might be an escort she may be having a transactional relationship with wealthy men Victoria says, I could see her playing Matt if that's what she's used to doing with Mento. With men too. I could see her playing Matt if that's what she's used to doing with men to get what she wants. Okay. I feel like Anna, when she was trying to call out, what's her face, Brittany? She sounded a little jealous. Jealous? Like Brittany was doing better than she was. Like, that's how she knows all the rich men. Like, I I bet if Anna knew all the rich men in Chicago, she'd take advantage of well, that. Well, you've seen the pictures. Apparently, Anna works as a bottle girl. Yeah. And wears barely any clothing. Yeah. So she, like, you know. So she's probably, my theory is she's a little jealous because if she could get all the rich men in Chicago. She would. She would. That's good. And you know what? We've all thought about it, so... You thought you weren't going to have thoughts and opinions. Yeah, I have some. <laughs> you have a lot of thoughts and opinions. I just don't remember the episodes. We cut back to the house. Michelle is talking. She says, the perspective of us new girls is that we have to catch up. I deserve to be here. I'm here for the right reasons. Do I feel like everyone should respect everyone? Yes, and I'm sure that the other new girls are feeling somewhat similar. I like that. Michelle is my new favorite. I like Michelle. She is my favorite. Date card shows up. Michelle... Let's make up for lost time. MJ is very frustrated and goes, I hope she doesn't come back with a rose. Which at first, I thought I liked MJ. I do not like MJ. At first, I liked MJ just for her hair. I thought she had nice hair. Yeah, but then you meet her personality. Personality's not nice. No. She hides it behind her hair. Yeah. I don't like MJ at all. After party, Matt and Bree are talking. Bree says, this is my second group date, which makes it hard. I felt insecure in the squirrel suit. Matt says, you look good in a squirrel suit. And I wrote, is Matt a furry? (laughs) (laughs) Might be. Bree says, but yeah, it's challenging. And I know you know that and feel it too. But I'm also grateful I still get those interactions with you. I feel it. Matt feels it too. They smooch. Matt goes back, grabs the rose, says he appreciated how bold. (laughs) It says, Brittany, I appreciate how boiled you were. (laughs) Bold. How bold she was. Loved getting to know Anna, but there's only one rose, and he gives it to Brie. And then he heads out. Anna asks to talk to Brittany, and this was in front of everybody, right? I don't remember. Anna says, I want to make sure your intentions are pure. I was getting messages from people in Chicago saying, watch out for this girl, that you're an escort and all that. 
And Brittany says, wait, you're telling people in the house that? Anna says, I think that's an awful thing to say about someone, and I want to apologize. <laughs> yeah, right. She backtracked so quick. She's like, yeah, that's an awful thing to say. Um, I'm sorry. I've, I'm sorry that I've said it to everybody, this awful thing. But also, I want to give you the space if you wanted to talk about why people were sending warnings about you when I have never met you. So it was like a backhanded apology. It was not Oh, it was real. not genuine. Where he says, no, I'm not an escort. It's ridiculous. I even have to say that. She says, <laughs> which I took me a minute to process this. I've had a boyfriend since I was 16. She, I think she meant she's had boyfriends since she was 16, but it sounded like she's had one boyfriend since she was 16 and she was still with him. Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, yeah, she has a boyfriend. She can't be an escort. And then I was like, wait, she shouldn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. I think she's meant, she meant she's had boyfriends since yeah. she was 16, which is a weird flex (laughs) she says making a conclusion about me before you even know me that's i feel like everyone's against me right now i know you guys don't care but it's really hard and victoria goes okay then get out of the house and laughs in her face she's the worst ryan says anna's intention was to start stuff because britney's a new face moving forward she's gonna have to carry that with her and defend herself and she shouldn't be put in that situation anna looks real mad she said then i'm glad we had this chat Next morning, a group of girls are talking about Anna and Brittany. Michelle has her one-on-one. She's, I said she is so excited and cute and real. Like, she doesn't try to be perfect. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching their date. She didn't have, like, a full face of makeup where she looked like a different person. She looked natural and real, and she was cute and sweet. Matt says Chris Harrison planned the date. They're doing an extreme scavenger hunt. Matt says he loves that she's a teacher and a former athlete, which, what did she play? I don't know. I missed that part. Clue one says, take the leap to find your next clue. And they're ziplining. I was like, that's so fun. I know. I think they actually had a good date. Like, it was actually fun, yeah. not cheesy and cheap. Also, I want to go ziplining again. <laughs> yeah. After watching that, I was like, we need to do that again. Michelle won the zipline race, and she says it was good for him to learn that early on. <laughs> yeah, Matt was like... Yeah, she was behind me, and then all of a sudden she was in front of me. (laughs) Which is how it goes. They had a bouquet of balloons. They had a pop to find. He said clues, but they were just questions. Yeah. The first one is any hidden talents. And so Michelle does, like, the arm twist thing, and it goes over her head. And he's like, how did you even learn that? Like, did you just (laughs) twist your arms one day? (laughs) How many children do you hope to have? Michelle says, let's say it on three. So they go one, two, three, and they both say they want three kids. Michelle says, wrap it up. Time to go home. I like her. I think they're very compatible. Um, next clue is it's time to take your love to new heights. So they get in the hot air balloon. I was like, what a date. My favorite dates is when the other girls can see them. <laughs> on the dates. <laughs> Matt says we could have fun literally doing anything. This is a great date. The girls see the hot air balloons and they have binoculars. I know. I love I, that. The producers are like, here, take these and go to the balcony. I would bring my own pair of binoculars. <laughs> Matt and Michelle are making out in the hot air balloon. And I saw a meme and it was like the guy standing in the corner of their hot air balloon recording them. <laughs> it probably was like an attached camera, but yeah. still. <laughs> I said, I like them. She quickly jumped to being one of my favorites. Like, no, there's definitely us- somebody in the hot air balloon. Are you sure? They don't know how to operate a hot air balloon. Oh, that's true. <laughs> 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 so they weren't even recording they were just standing in the corner watching the make out <laughs> that's hilarious 
But Michelle's my favorite. He just feels so relaxed and natural with her that he doesn't feel with any of the other girls. Yeah. So she is immediately like, I want her to win. Serena P says, imagine your first kiss in a hot air balloon. And the girls are like, stop it. She's like, sorry, it just came out. I don't even know why I said that. She goes, but imagine. And the girls are like, shut up. And they're all (laughs) laughing, which was funny. So we cut to the girls. Catalina's talking about Michelle being on the date. How she's like, I'm not happy, but I'm happy for her. Because the girls keep calling themselves the OGs. I hate that. Why do they have to create a division? So clicky. They look so annoyed. They, they're all like, we're not happy. Victoria says, I actually don't relate to you. I'm straight up unhappy. Mm-hmm. MJ says, I can't even tell you how bad I want that one-on-one time. Do I think the new girl that just walked in here deserves a one-on-one? No. I feel like that was disrespectful. I was like, but it wasn't up to her. Mm-hmm. She didn't come in and demand the one-on-one. Exactly. It wasn't her choice. I said, this is driving me crazy. Because they're being so mean and blaming the new girls, but they didn't choose to come late. So if you want to blame somebody, blame the producers. I know. Every time they're like, this is so disrespectful. I'm like, you're not you're not that dull, are you, to think that these yeah. girls are being disrespectful to you? Exactly. So there's a new date card. It's for Katie, Piper, Serena P, Rachel, Kit, Chelsea, Jasenia, Lauren, Serena C, and MJ. Are you willing to fight for love? An automatic, and I'm like, this is going to go real bad. Michelle's dinner date. So they walk into this building, which I saw on the door. It's an auto store. Because someone said it was like a, a vintage car museum. It's an auto store. <laughs> they just put the cars in a circle. <laughs> Michelle says, what was your favorite part of today? Matt says, when you walked up, I was waiting and getting antsy. And when I saw you, I started smiling. And before I knew it, the day was over. It flew by, which is a good thing. Michelle says it's mutual. It caught her off guard how quick the conversation at the rose ceremony turned into, why do I feel like I've known him for so long? But that's what she was looking for and what she wants. Matt asked her what made her go into teaching and education. Michelle says, I've always wanted to help those around me. And as I got older, I realized you can enter passionate work that allows you to do that every day. I'm able to go to work and I know that I'm making a difference. Some days it doesn't feel like that, but I'm constantly thinking about my students this year with the pandemic and George Floyd was close to home. So it's been hard on her students, especially her students of color. And she wants to be there for them. Matt says, I can't imagine what your students went through while trying to teach them at home and you can't hug or comfort them. Michelle says it was a terrible, heavy situation. Some people consider it a touchy topic, but parents wanted to have those conversations, I guess, with her and the kids. Matt says um, he loves that she has a heart for her students and the work she's doing is going to shape a generation. Michelle says it is important to change their lives. And the first thing I think of is what you do with your food tours and the achievement opportunity gaps. I don't want to just pass the time. I want to make a change so that when I'm not here anymore, I impacted people. People don't always remember what you say, but they remember how you make them feel. Matt says, that was my Angelou. Michelle's like, you clearly know. I'm impressed. Apparently, that's one of Matt's favorite quotes. Michelle says, she's overwhelmed in a good way. Matt says, this conversation is flowing better than some of the women who have been here for three weeks. Ooh. Yeah, which I think he said that in a confessional and not to her. Yeah. (laughs) Matt grabs the rose, says, I felt so comfortable with you, and you embody all the qualities I'm looking for. And he gets her the rose, and they make out. Smoochie, smoochie. I thought that was a really good conversation. I don't really have anything to add to it. Nope, I liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really like Michelle. She's well-spoken. She's very thoughtful. She has, like, a real career. She's impactful on the community. And I feel like she's thoughtful, but she's also fun. Oh, yeah. She's super fun. She's my favorite. I want them to end up together. 
Then they hop in the back of one of the vintage cars, and Matt says he feels like he's in high school again, and they make out, which was kind of weird. They just sat in the back of the car. They didn't even drive anywhere. No, they just, because they're in a building. Yeah, I guess they're They're just made out in the back of a vintage car, which, does he like old cars, or is it they just have access to them? There's no way he would fit in the back of a car. Well, it was a convertible. How are they going to record this? The oh, back of the <laughs> enclosed car. I guess that makes sense. It was a convertible in the hood. Six was... five. Do you remember him getting out of that tiny red car? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> One of the episodes, he pulled up to the building for a rose ceremony, and he hopped out of this teeny tiny red car, and he was literally twice as tall as the car was. And I just slapped my leg, and that was. <laughs> that kind of hurt. So, yeah, I like Michelle. Michelle is great. And she looks like Michelle Obama. So you can remember her name. <laughs> Next day, Brittany and Katie are talking. Brittany says, what sucks is apparently two of the girls knew me before I came here. Who's the other girl? I don't know. They didn't actually know her. She said, I didn't even know about it. And they spread rumors about me saying I'm an escort. They were saying Brittany likes to party back in Chicago. And for them to twist it and say that about me really hurt. Katie says people are going to throw things out and aren't accurate and make up stuff, and it's hard. Brittany says, I can handle my emotions really well, but right now I just want to cry. Katie says, did Matt hear the rumor? Brittany says, not that I know of. Katie says, I sympathize with Brittany. Victoria has been a mean girl since day one, and you have Anna as well. The thing is, there's something new every day, and it's becoming old. The petty mean girl stuff needs to stop. Yes, Katie, yes. Group date. Matt says it's been a tough week and these girls have some pent-up aggression and they have to get it out somehow and today they have that chance. I love it when the producers make them fight. Every time there's a physical challenge and they're all like, oh, it's a great way for them to let their aggression out. I'm like, no, this is going to go really bad. They don't understand how women work. Well, even the guys. That's true. Which I'm pretty sure they reuse the robes from the guys boxing and probably everything else too. But I'm like, they're always like, oh, this will be great for them to get their frustrations out. But I think it just always makes it Let's worse. Let's have them punch each other in the face. And then Matt, I'm sure all shocked. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe it's getting this bad. I'm like, I can't believe they're hitting each other. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the lead always acts like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where's your brain? Obviously, and I thought it was off. so funny when they read the date card. What did the date card say? Are you willing to fight for love? Yeah. And they said fight for love. I thought it was so funny because all the girls immediately knew they were going to have to fight. And they're like, ugh. <laughs> they knew it was coming. But I thought it was weird because the girls walk out into the woods where Matt has an outdoors gym set up. Weird. Why did they, they have to lug all that stuff out there? Katie runs up and gives him a leg grab. Matt says being physically fit and active is a big part of his lifestyle. Furthering the fact that I would have left the season very early. <laughs> You would have done well. I would not have. Would you have done done okay? I'm not like one of those girls that has to get up at like 6 a.m. to do 500 crunches. But you do more physical activity than (laughs) I do. Um, They invited a former five-time world boxing champion, Mia St. John. I was like, I have no clue who this person is. She's a former five-time world boxing champion. But did you know who she was? No. Before? Mia says, are you guys ready to fight for this man? And Kit says, we've been fighting. <laughs> Little do you know. And Mia says, tonight you all are going to be fighting in front of a live audience. And I just rolled my eyes. I'm tired of them saying live audience. Just say the, other, the other girls. <laughs> Serena C says, everyone on this date are the OGs. We all respect each other, especially when it comes to Matt. 
If this is a competitive day, I would have rather had some of the new girls because it brings out a little more edge in me. I would want to try harder to beat their So. Why are they so mean to them? Why can't they all just be friends and accept the fact that they're dating the same man? I know. And then she's punching Matt in the gut and says, this is for all the other girls you're dating. So it's time for the boxing match. The girls from the house walk in. Victoria is so excited to watch them fight. And I said they recycled the guy's date. Like, literally the same stuff. And Wells is there again. Wells and Chris are hosting. Victoria says, if I was on that date, I'd punch Katie in the face multiple times because she's been pissing me off. She'd wake up with a black eye. And then I saw a meme that was like, it looks like Katie already gave Victoria a black eye. (laughs) Versus Katie versus Jasenia. Katie wins. And then it's Serena C versus Kit. And Serena wins. Katie looked like she almost knocked Jasenia's helmet off. Yeah. I didn't notice anything about Serena and Kit. Except Matt is shocked at how aggressive they're getting. And then it's Rachel versus Piper. Matt says it's fun. The fun and games are over and the emotions come out and they start throwing. It was kind of frightening. Serena P versus Lauren. Lauren hit Serena like hard in the face. Right in the nose. And he called the fight. And not only their fight, but I think they just stopped the yeah. game altogether. Because so there, there were a lot of girls that didn't get to fight. Like Chelsea. I don't remember who else. And then Matt says the fact that they were willing to put themselves on the line for love says a lot. That's so stupid. I don't think they're putting themselves on I the line for love. They're taking out aggression on each other. I think the producers wrote that on a note card and gave it to him for him to say. <laughs> yeah, to practice it. And then Serena P is icing her face and Matt goes to check on her. Says her nose really hurts, which I'm like, that sucks that she gets hurt. But always the people that get hurt get extra time. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, hit me here. Hit me here. <laughs> Give me good. After party. Matt says, everyone brought it at the group date, but things got out of hand, and it was stressful and intense, and this evening is about getting back on track. So he talks to the girls, does their typical cheers, and he's wearing another turtleneck, but this one wasn't as bad. It wasn't, like, crazy thick like the other ones, which you probably didn't listen to the last episode, but we talked about my neck insecurities as the source of my turtleneck issues. Ah, giraffe neck. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, but... Literally after we recorded, I went to TJ Maxx, like, the next day, and there was a giraffe shirt, and I was so tempted to buy it. It was really (laughs) cute. So his turtleneck wasn't that bad. So Rachel and Matt talk. Rachel says, this week was hard. We spend more time with the girls than with you, so those relationships form as well. So having the new girls come in, I was overwhelmed. Matt says, I get where you're coming from. The process isn't easy. What do you need from me to feel like I want you here? She goes, um, let me see. There's a rose up there. Just kidding. And I was like, she's not. She's, she's not, not kidding. kidding. If it's really meant to be in the end, nothing can change that. Even five new girls showing up. And if we're feeling the same feeling, that's all that matters. So they make out. And then Matt, while they're making out, he puts his hand on her neck. And that's the first time I realized how massive his hands are. He got big hands. Which Chandler pointed that out earlier, but I hadn't noticed it until it was like, I felt like he was going to wrap his hand around her neck because <laughs> there was nowhere for his hand to go. <laughs> I was like, holy cow, his hands are massive. Anna and Victoria are talking again. Shocker. Anna says, when those new girls showed up, I was like, this is I haven't even had time yet. I gave up so much to be here to not get time. And then that extra walked in. I was like, this sucks. Victoria says, Brittany is straight up like serial killer weird. Anna says, also, she could be an escort. And Victoria goes, yes, her. And then Catalina is the dumbest hoe I've ever met. I definitely don't see her lasting. They're so mean. So mean. Straight up bullying. 
It's like one thing, like you remember when Corinne like took a nap and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like she. That's doesn't... the kind of drama that we would prefer. Yeah, it's like she she's not taking this time seriously. Or just getting a little annoyed about. Yeah, like, but I can't believe she's taking a nap. When you're straight up like bullying them, that's not okay. And there have been lots of seasons where people are like, "I'm being bullied." I'm like, "No, you're not." Like this is actual bullying. This is bullying. <laughs> this is so mean. Cut back to the after party. Um, they're talking about the new girls and how annoyed they are. Katie just looks upset. And Katie says, I get it. We're entitled to our feelings. But at the end of the day, they live with us. And I would hate to be on their side of this. And so the continuous digs at some point, we got to get over it and welcome them into the house a little bit. I love Katie. And then Chelsea, like, snort laughs at her after she said that. Did you catch that? No. Yeah, I was very disappointed with Chelsea. And Jasenia says, I totally what you mean. And she's laughing. She's like, I just love us. That's all. <laughs> Serena C. says, I totally do. And MJ says, it's all the varsity squad here tonight. I really appreciate that. They're so clicky. Katie says, the environment here hasn't been the best, especially for the new girls. And I've tried my best to stand up when things are being discussed and it isn't working. But Matt doesn't know anything about it. And I think he'd be pretty shocked to hear the things they're saying. And I'm going to let him know. I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out next week. Because normally in seasons where they're like, I'm going to go tell... It's, like, something that's made up or not entirely truthful or yeah. just, like, to cause drama. Or, like, to they're trying to put someone else down to bolster themselves up. When Katie, she's not pointing, I don't think she said names of who's bullying, but she's, like, doing it out of, like, it's not self-interest. Yeah. She's really trying to help these girls out. So, I think it'll go well. and well. even because she was, like, I've tried saying things and they won't listen to me, but if Matt says something, then I sure hope they'll listen to him. Exactly. So Katie goes and grabs Matt. He's talking to the producer, so she interrupts the producer. Katie says, sorry, I don't want to ruin your night, but I think it would be a good time to address some of the bullying that's been happening in the house. It's hard for me to keep trying to stand up for these women when we have this mob mentality. And then Piper is back with the girls. She says, I will admit in this room I have not been the most respectful person to them, but she says it as she's laughing, and they're all laughing. Katie to Matt, the house just needs to be better. It's a toxic environment, and there's some pretty bad rumors starting about the girls that literally could ruin their lives, not even exaggerating. So I just figured tomorrow when everyone's in one room, you could address that, and coming from you, I think it would mean a lot more to them. Matt says, I hear it, and that's something I'll never stand for, and I'm going to address it tomorrow. And then he's talking to the cameras. When Katie mentioned the rumors could potentially ruin this woman's life, I had to take a step back because now it's bigger than our relationship. It's their family, it's their career, and I don't want that for anybody. Who is spreading these rumors and why? And the fact that somebody in the house thinks that they're going to be able to bully their way to my heart, that's not the way it works. It's not something that I want to be part of this journey, and I need to get to the bottom of it. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like Matt, I'm I'm very curious because I feel like he's not very confrontational. Not at all. So I'm very curious how he's going to bring this up and how things are going to go. Well, and I feel like in the past, whenever somebody went up to him and was like, oh, this person said this or this, he was like, oh, really? Wow. And he just, like, like believes it. He's like, okay. And then he goes and he's like, she told me you said this, this, and this. And she's like, no, no, no. That's not how it went. And he's like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. Up next week, they're addressing the bullying. Victoria says, I'm always playful and it was never malicious. Yeah, that's a lie. And then it looks like Matt sends some people home. Everyone's upset. Someone's getting physically ill. 
you know, the typical coming up. And then the blooper with Maggie. She loves to dance. That was literally my favorite part of the whole episode. That is the one part of the episode that had 100% of my attention. <laughs> so she wants to see Matt's moves. And I just wrote, what? <laughs> I just wrote, what is he doing? Is this what TikTok is? <laughs> I just thought it was so funny because she was like, life without dance isn't like life at all. And she's like, I just love dancing. And he was like, are we going to dance? And she was like, I want to see no, your moves. You dance. I'm not going to dance. <laughs> and he's just like, it looks like he's like jogging in place. And I just don't get TikTok dances. But he was just like, <laughs> like somebody like, put it. Did you send that to me? Somebody put it to music. It was like it wasn't, the Renegade song. Wasn't I don't it? know what that song is, but okay. it was not as bad. But just watching him do it with no music was so awkward. And he seemed so into it too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Maggie was so cute. She was like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, just vibe or whatever. <laughs> and she's just like bobbing her head and really into it. And I'm she's like, like, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I it like, was oh my gosh. so awkward, but it was really funny. I loved it. Honestly, yeah. my favorite part of the whole episode. So that's the end of the episode. Anything else you wanted to add? You're <laughs> 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 just staring at me like I'm crazy. I don't know. Or were you? Did you feel put on the spot? Just now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My brain wasn't prepared. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Oh, Chandler sent a message I'm supposed to read since she couldn't be here because we were in the text group with me, Athena, and Chandler, and Athena hadn't watched it yet, so she tried to keep it vague. She said, I'll tell you my, <laughs> I will tell you my thoughts without giving stuff away, hopefully, but I don't like MJ or Anna. The girls are super awful and bullies. Thank goodness for Katie for standing up to them. Michelle is the first girl I actually feel like he has had a real connection with. Yes. And these girls need to realize that it's up to Matt what he does. Mm. If he doesn't ask them on the one-on-one, he didn't want to, so get over (laughs) it. (laughs) They're so mad that these new girls are coming in. Like, sorry, but if he likes them, he likes them. Why is that their fault? I think these are the prettiest girls ever on The Bachelor. Oh, it's true. They're beautiful. And then she sent me that article and says, Anna even gave it away that the girls were coming in the episode when she was talking about getting all those DMs about Brittany and watching out for that girl. So they obviously knew from day one the other girls were coming in eventually. Um, did you hear rumors at the beginning of the season that Heather was going to be on? Yes, they even showed her coming up. They uh, showed her coming to the gate. Oh, they did? Yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. I literally keep forgetting that's going to happen. I thought for sure she would come whenever all the other girls popped up. Is she going to show up, like, three weeks before? <laughs> be like, marry me. <laughs> yeah, because I even put on the back of the cheat sheet, there's a square, and it says Heather M? Question mark. Okay, well, here's one thing. You've seen that giant hotel where they stay at? I don't know. I've been very confused about which building is what. Because they always show, like, the big... Yeah. The big one. The, with the stairs going up to it? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's where they stay? I don't know if that's got the rooms in it, because we had a whole conversation about, because the first night, they had the rose ceremony, and then the next morning, they walked up, and they're like, oh, this is where we're staying. I'm like, where have they been staying until now? I don't know. That, I'm yeah, that's confused. what I was wondering. I was like, wonder if, like, the quarantining girls are in the East Wing, and <laughs> scares me. <laughs> the other ones are in the West Wing, and so once they move the five girls out, they'll move Heather in. They just gotta push them. Yeah. They must have, like, another building, because where are the producers staying, too? You know what? If I was on The Bachelor, I would spend so much time just wandering around exploring. Yeah. And I'm like, look at this cabinet I found. <laughs> hey, guys, come look what I found. <laughs> oh, look, there's a hot tub in the woods. And then so- 
I could totally see you wandering out of the woods and finding a hot tub, and then the guy rides up on an RV, and you're already in the hot tub. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm sorry. What season was it when they walked out and they're like, wow, like there's a whole date set up for us. Like some girl had set up pillows and champagne. That was Ari's. Yeah, that was. Because uh, someone found it. I don't remember. And she's like, wow, look at this. And they sat down and drank all the champagne. And Ari kept bringing different girls to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was that Latin girl. What's her name? She was on Paradise 2. The, is she, is she, it starts with a B? Is she the one that ended up with crystals? No. No, because that was uh, Peter's season. Oh, it was yeah. from Ari's season. Buh. Buh. <laughs> Bibiana. 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 Bibiana had set oh, it up. Oh, I love Bibiana. And Becca and Ari found it. And then he kept bringing <laughs> other girls because it was like in a truck bed or something. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, very that would upset. be like me. I would just be chilling in somebody's like setup all day. <laughs> oh look, cookies! <laughs> all this food. Okay, I want you to go on the Bachelor. We can get insider information, but also just so I can laugh at you. I feel like a chaotic neutral, chaotic good, chaotic neutral. neutral. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Hey, well, I'll have to so find. Funny. I think I took pictures of my application. I'll have to find what I yes. wrote for my bio. And if it's funny, maybe I'll put it on the podcast Instagram. <laughs> yeah, have people endorse me. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah for contestant. Yeah. Oh, who do you think? Who do you want to be the next Bachelorette out of these girls? Uh, Abigail. I like her. I don't know if she'd be a good Bachelorette. I mean, just because she's so quiet, I feel like. But I would love for that. Oh, she's so sweet. Or Michelle. 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 Michelle, if she doesn't win. Huh. What about Maggie or Katie? Katie, absolutely. She would nip everything in the bud. I feel like Maggie. <laughs> she would be so the funny. Most interesting season ever. I now I kind of want Maggie to be the Bachelorette because <laughs> I feel like she'd just be happy and bubbly, and the guys would be screaming at at each other, and she'd be like, "Okay, guys, let's be happy," or something like that. I would want her to go. I definitely want her to go to paradise. Oh yeah. Anybody else for paradise? Uh, I th- I think Abigail would do well in paradise. Yeah. Abigail reminds me of Christina Schulman. Is that her last name? Yes. Except Christina got mean. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I guess we gotta do our social medias. Do you know our social medias? Do I? Yeah. Babies in the Bachelor. For what? For social media. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We aren't on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook. Is Babies in the Bachelor. Babies in the Bachelor. I don't have a baby. Our email. Oh, yeah. Sarah is not a mother. She's a fish mom. I have a fish. And and she wants a dog. A lot of plants. She's a plant and a fish mom. I have so many plants. I was just, you know, obsessing over one of my plants. This new plant is having little babies. So your plant's a mom, but you're not? Okay, well, my (laughs) plant is having new leaves. They're very cute. It's very exciting. Uh Back to social media. So, Babies in the Bachelor on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on Spotify. What's our email? Babies in the Bachelor at (laughs) gmail.com. I'm like mouthing it to her. And our website, Babies in the Bachelor dot WordPress dot com. Let me repeat those. Instagram is Babies in the Bachelor. Facebook is Babies in the Bachelor. Our email is Babies in the Bachelor at gmail.com. And our website is Babies in the Bachelor.wordpress.com. 
Like, follow, rate, review, subscribe, whatever you do, wherever you listen. Reach out to us. Tell us your thoughts. We want to know so we can share them. Because sometimes other people have thoughts that I hadn't thought about. Like, I feel like Sarah said a few things that I can't remember now, but I was like, hey, good point. I can't remember what they are either. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babies and the Bachelor, Moms Who Enjoy Trashy TV. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions and predictions, so make sure you reach out to us on our social media pages, and maybe we'll share it on our next episode. So yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.